Dun, dun. Nice guys, finish last. Yeah, we're ready to rock out today. Rituals of self-care. That's what we're going to be talking about on today's show. Look at James caring about his drum set back in the drumming days. All right, here we go. <laughs> back in the day, back. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Yeah. <laughs> what up, ladies and gents? We're going to go old school on this one. Look at that. We yeah. bought the baby blue back. Why not? Love it. Love it. Love it. Why not? Uh, All right, did dude. we do the baby blue before? Have we done the Have we done the yellow in the while? We, we did the yellow recently. We got to oh, do the baby okay. blue. Right. Baby, baby blue, blue it is. All right, all right, dude. Rituals of self care. So first of all, it was supposed to be uh, rituals of self care with the guests, but uh, guests didn't show up today. So here we oh, go well. on our own. I thought, why not keep this? This is kind of a, a valuable and important topic yeah. uh, that we should all be taking care of. Um, so ourselves, 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 right? We should all be uh, taking care of ourselves. Well, yes, obviously. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, like, at, practicing self-care is different from just taking care of ourselves, right? All right, how do you define it? What do you mean? When, when you think self-care, what do you think? Ooh, uh, I, I, I think of putting myself first instead of my work, instead of my spouse, instead of my not non-existent kids uh <laughs> but oh, except for katie yeah no even katie it's putting myself first it's just you know like what's important to me what do i need to worry about it it uh for me a lot of the big thing that comes up right now as i'm talking about it is mental health care like mm. you know it's funny dude that's been a hot topic a lot lately i feel like and you tell me like mental health the issue on mental health has become more mainstream lately than I ever remember it being an issue in the past. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, for the, the whole idea of, of genders and the whole idea of groups and segregations and inclusiveness and, um, feeling you know a part of something or not feeling a part of something I, I feel like there's so much emphasis in a lot of that right now that it's hard to even navigate i, I dude i remember hearing this guy on tiktok he's like dude i'm 29 years old and i and you know i have this thing in my hand this cell phone in my hand and i have the amount of information that sits right here in the palm of my hand is amazing i know so much because there's so much information right here mm -hmm. the problem is no matter what I want to know, there's an answer to. If I ask, are you know, is the is COVID fake? I'm gonna find all kinds of things that support that answer. Right. Is COVID uh, is COVID uh, you know real? I'm gonna find all kinds of things that support that answer. Mm -hmm. So in the end, I have so much information that validates every single point of view that I have that I feel like I don't know anything. Uh, I would say check your sources always. Well, but again. Whose sources do you believe, right? So, anyways, I, we're, we're, we're going to deviate on that, of course, because we yeah, can't yeah, go yeah. on a tangent. But um, when it comes to the self care thing, that's another aspect of it, right? So, your mental health. Mm -hmm. At what point 
is your mental health your issue versus somebody else's issue? It's never somebody else's issue. It's always yours. I, uh, that's, that's what I say, right? That's what I say. Uh-huh. But how come it becomes part of every, everybody else's society issues? Like, for example, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, the, the gender thing. His, hers, him, pronouns. her, pronouns, right? Uh-huh. That's a societal thing. That's something that mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're presenting because you want to be identified as something in particular, right? But it's mm-hmm. because it's a benefit to your mental health because you feel better about or, or you want to be decided upon or called upon a certain way. Recognized. Recognized a certain way. Validated. A certain way, mm-hmm. which makes your mental health placed, uh, your, the, the results of your mental health placed on what other people see. And what other people use. Okay. Right? So how, what can I do on a regular basis? What can I do? Because not everybody's going to acknowledge that, right? Like if you right. go out and you are structured like a male, and, but you want to be identified as a female, right? If, if that's what you're, you are, but you get commonly I don't think called. That's, that's not how it works. Okay, but it, but it does, right? I'll get I guess, example. I guess, okay, so, my, so, so we're just saying is like. If if I put on a wig and wear a dress, but I don't shave, I otherwise look male, but because of the clothes that I'm wearing, you assume that I want to be called she. Well, here's, that's the thing, right? It's, it's the assumption, right? Whether mm-hmm. whether or not I'm doing it on purpose, right? Uh, or or there because there are people on both sides. There are people who are just going to be like, look, dude, you're a dude. I don't care what you've gone through, what transitions or what you're going mm-hmm. through. You're a dude. I'm going to call you a dude. Right. Some people are just flat out like that Mm -hmm. or the other way around where it's pure ignorance. We don't know any better. We just look and we make an assumption and that's what they, that's what we call. Right. Mm -hmm. So as the person who is, um, I don't know, transitioning or whatever you want to call Mm -hmm. it, how do they deal with that? What can they do to make themselves better on a day to day when they don't have control over what other people are doing or saying? I mean, in, in, in the example that you just gave, right, there's the person who is just, you're a dude. I'm always going to call you a dude. And that's just how it is. That person's an asshole. And there's nothing that you can really do about that except stay away from that person. Don't interact. Yeah. There's always assholes. Right? There's always assholes. And they're going to exist and whatever. How right? many assholes not- are here anyways? <laughs> Yo! <No. laughs> um, but then, you know, on the other side, you said somebody who's ignorant. And the Maya Angelou line that I always quote is, it's okay to be ignorant, right? But once you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. If you're the type of person that is going to not care and keep doing, you know, keep calling somebody who wants to be referred to as they, them, as he or she or whatever, right? If you're just going to keep doing it because you don't care and that's just how, how, they, how you see them and, and, you know, you're not going to change, then you're an asshole. If you're willing to change and, you know, work with that person, then you're a decent human being and kudos to you. Okay. Fair on the other side. But my question was more on now, is it a mental issue that you are dealing with or are you placing that on society? Like, what can we do? Because, I mean, our topic is ritual of self-care, right? So the person, the person who's going through this. Right, who's who's trying to push this transition onto you know society? How do they deal? What what do you, what, I mean? You've talked to a lot of people on your show 
that deal with a lot of things like this. And this is one of the reasons why I'm bringing it up. Um, you know, how, how do you, what kinds of things can they do on a regular basis? What kinds of things have they done on a regular basis to deal with, well, let's face it, to deal with assholes or ignorance? A lot of it, you know, I, I can't really speak to it because it's not my experience. I won't ever have to go through it. Um, and I don't necessarily have True to that. deal with it. And I, I don't always, you know, I may not have all the answers. Um, what I can tell you from, you know, some of the people that I, that I know that, you know, have gone through it. Some of the, the conversations that I've had, uh, is exactly what I'm talking about. People that are, that are ignorant and, and refuse to change. They just cut them out of their lives because mm -hmm. that's self-care. I have seen many stories of uh, somebody who's transitioning, whose parents refuse to call them by anything else. No, you're not Michelle. I named you Michael, right? You are Michael. You are always going to be Michael and I'm not going to change and blah, blah, blah. People cut their own parents out of their lives for the sake of their mental health. And it's not just uh it's not just that situation. There's a lot of times that it happens with alcoholism, drugs, uh, abuse. Yeah. 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 Whatever, whatever it is. Like if somebody is causing pain in your life, whether it's by abuse, alcoholism, those things that you're talking about or not calling you by the right name, pronouns, etc. Like self care means cutting that person out of your life. All right. Let's keep going with cutting people out of your life. Um, I remember we had, uh, uh, Ali on the, on the podcast, right. Uh, um, a wad of cash, right. A wad, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. uh, and he said on the show that, uh, life is a revolving door. Not everyone is meant to be in your life forever. Right. Mm -hmm. So this, this situation happens and we're talking about, uh, ritual self-care and cutting people out of your life. What about where if we're not so dramatic, right? So we went to the extreme right now with, with transitioning genders and all that stuff. What about just regular people in your life? People that you grew up with, that are your friends, that you went to high school with, that you, you hung out with, hmm. but are content with life, right? They're happy where they are and they do not want to, they don't have any ambitions to go anywhere or do anything, right? But you hmm. do, maybe you do, right? Do you cut these people out and not necessarily like kick them to the curb forever, but do you tend to, do you, do you surround yourself with people who are more in line with you and your way of thinking and your ambitions and your goals? I feel like you could actually speak to this better than I could. Uh, because for me, I mean, I got out of the Navy in 2013 and you know, when I came home, I was hanging out with you and, a lot of the people that I hang out with or have hung out with have tended to be like just family. And I, I, I guess I don't have a lot of friends, <laughs> but you, I feel like uh, during, during the time that I was in the Navy, uh, you went through a lot of transitions in your life. You started getting more hyper-focused. And I, I know you always talk about the, uh, the crabs, you know, people who were pulling you down and not telling you that you could achieve the things that you wanted to achieve. So what was what was your experience with that? Like as you're trying to get better and you're building businesses and you're, uh, you know, creating your 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 passive income and all these things that you've been doing. Did you ever cut anybody out of your life that just wasn't going where you were going? 
I think it's not so much that we cut people out. I think for me, it was more like I made time for others, mm-hmm. right? Like, like there's, there's people, I mean, you know, Melly's one of our closest friends. We grew up together, you know, right. her kid's my goddaughter, but I don't see her very often, right? Mm-hmm. Once, in, once in a blue moon, um, you know, some, some of the same kids and, and people that we grew up with as kids, I rarely see them, hardly yeah. talk to them, yep. right? And it's not that... I wouldn't. It's not that I wouldn't have a conversation or, or, you know, do anything. It's just, I don't go out of my way and reach out to, to communicate with them because we're on different life paths. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's, it's different, right? So I only have 24 hours in a day. And my intention is to, you know, initially it was, you know, pipeline insurance walked into my life. And this is something that I was like, dude, this is cool. I need to build this. And so I surrounded myself with everything in the insurance space. So it would, you know, I would go to networking events and seminars and trainings and, you know, everything I could possibly get my hand on to learn what I possibly could in this industry because I knew nothing. So I would intentionally open up my time for, for people in that space. If you were in that space and you were, you were going to teach me something, uh, this is how I met, uh, Saul, right? So, uh, you know, by the way, check out his stuff on, um, TGI Viernes. It's one of my favorite things that he does every Friday with his son. Uh, but that's how I met Saul, right? I mean, I was, I was going golfing on a regular basis and hanging out with people in, in different spaces and learning all kinds of cool stuff about, you know, taxes and insurance and how it relates to the finance, uh, to, to personal finance and business finance and structuring estate plans and all kinds of stuff. Cause I wanted to immerse myself and learn that stuff. So I, I you know, when you, when you talk about self care, what is it that you want? And at mm-hmm. that time, I wanted to build a company and learn more about it and be good at it. And so I spent, I opened up my door to people in that space. And everybody else, you know, they got what was left over. They got the Saturday afternoons at a birthday party time. Right. They got the dinner at family functions time. But it wasn't me reaching out, right? And and mm-hmm. it's, it's funny because at that point, you kind of feel like an asshole, right? Like... <laughs> Wait, you're not you're not gonna pick up the phone. You're not gonna call me. You're not, it's just I don't Sorry, know, man. man you got better things to do, and it's not even like that, right? It's not even like better More things important to do. Things. Well, it's 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 I prioritize things a little bit different, and my yeah. my argument to them is always, "Hey, bro, the phone rings both ways, right? Like <laughs> you can pick up the phone and call me, and I'll answer, and I'll have you know we'll we'll talk and we'll do that stuff, but I'm not going out of my way because it's deviating from my path." Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, going back to this ritual of self-care, what is it that you want? What is it that you're trying to achieve? So when Pipeline came out, that was the goal. That's what I was trying to achieve. Right now, I think I'm I'm trying to redefine, um, you know, yesterday I had a conversation with uh, with Celine and we're talking about uh, some funnel creation stuff and some, you know, some ad stuff. And as we're talking about how this whole thing's laying out, I'm like, dude, there's so many gaps that I still have in this process. I mean, process gaps, staffing gaps, like, you know, like all these different things that are involved. And so I'm, 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 as I'm looking through it and I'm, and I'm, you know, we're listing the things out that we need to get done. I'm stepping back and I'm like, is this the next thing I want to build? Because this looks like a lot of work for me. Do I want to build another company that is, that starts off with this much workload for me? Or do I need to step back and look at this process and say, how do I, how do I fill these gaps when it's not me doing the work? Right. And mm-hmm. so in the last six months, I've surrounded myself with marketing people. Geniuses. Geniuses. 
right? Why? Because I know that advertising and marketing is the, the, the piece that I'm missing in all my businesses that, that could take all my businesses to another level, right? So that's the piece that I need to focus in on. So I'm spending all my time when I'm running, I'm either listening to something that's going to motivate me or I'm listening to an audiobook and it's probably on creating ads or headlines or some corny stuff like that, that everybody else wouldn't care about. But that's what I care about. That's what's, mm-hmm. that's what's going to help me reach my ultimate, my, my goal, right? I'm starting to look at things like, dude, making a million dollars in a year doesn't seem so far off. Like to have a, to have, you know, an $83,000 month, holy crap. Like that's, that's, that's getting closer doable. to doable, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to see numbers that are resembling close to those types of things on a regular basis on the gross line, which means that I'm getting closer to it on the net line, right? When you're talking about PLs. <laughs> so, you know, being able to do those things comes from taking the time in my day and focusing it on what is it that I want to achieve and prioritizing those things and everything else gets cut off, yep. right? Everything else. So let's let's uh let's so shift for the- you for you self care is really about uh, pursuing your goals. It's definitely about pursuing my goals, right? It, I'll do another one, and this one, this one you can you can chime in on too. Part of what I've what I've been doing um, is taking care of my body itself, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. This is the the two hundred and forty push ups, two hundred sit ups, six mile run that I do every single day. That part of my self care. The reason that came about is because when we started doing the podcast, I would look at our episodes and look at myself and be like, whoa, I'm a little round here. I'm a little (laughs) round here, right? And you know how they say the camera adds 10 pounds. And you know, when we were doing the live shows, we had like three cameras. (laughs) So So you're like, oh shit, it's adding 30 pounds. It's adding like 30 pounds, right? So, you know, I, I would see myself and I'm like, I can do that better. Right. Mm-hmm. I can be better. And, and I, if I'm going to show up behind a camera, if I'm going to show up on stage, if I'm going to shake hands with people, if I'm going to be connecting with people in a marketing space behind a camera, I should probably look more the part. Right. I should probably yeah. get in, in better space. And so that was my motivating factor to start doing things. Well, I mean, why, why did when you guys counts as self-care? It counts as self-care. When you were in the Navy, dude, there was a time when you came back after a deployment and dude, you were like shredded, dude. You were like, <laughs> that's because I was doing two days and skipping dinner. Yeah, I mean, it was nuts, dude. When you came back, I was like, damn, dude, that you should go out to steam more crazy. often. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a really good deployment for me. Uh, I had I had an actual twelve hour schedule, seven to seven, uh, and you know, I, like I said, I, I was doing two days at the gym, and I was skipping dinner, so. I was I was lean and and cut and doing all that stuff looking good. But there was another time the reason why that that deployment uh I was so set on it was because a year earlier I was at the heaviest I'd ever been. Mm. I, I I cracked the 170 mark. Right? Ooh, that's and big for you. That's big for me. Like I I've I had never ever been that heavy. Um 170 is like definitely a lot for me. Uh, I'm usually around like, well, nowadays I'm usually around 160, but like at 22 years old, when I joined the Navy, I was usually around 135, 140. That was all the peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) (laughs) 
from those years before. Um, But now, you know, like today, self-care for me still includes uh, physical fitness. In our 5 a.m. call, uh, shout out to the Justice League. I'm always there stretching Mm -hmm. because stretching just feels amazing, first of all. Uh, it, it makes, you know, all of my muscles, all of my joints, it just, you know, f- I, I feel limber. Um, and you know, like doing just that, if I don't stretch for a few days, like I, I, I skipped stretching for three days last week on that fourth day, I was like, Oh, Oh, this sucks. I feel Body horrible. Tightens up. Body's all tightened up and you know, um, didn't enjoy my my Sunday quite as much as I otherwise would, but that's part of it. You know, uh, running for me is is a huge thing. Uh, I did 16 miles today. That's my mm, longest training run for that marathon. Ever. Training for a marathon. Uh, that was my longest run ever. But like you, click on an audiobook and just jamming away. Staying consistent in my times, you know, right around that nine, nine minute, nine thirty uh, mile. And and, uh, you know, those are things that I think are absolutely self-care. Um, and one of the things about it is on a day like today where I ran 16 miles, uh, writing the intro for my guest on my podcast writing the intro for the guests that we would have had on this podcast. That's the most that I was going to do. Running 16 miles takes a lot out of me. And I, I've learned, you know, from my other longer runs, um, never, never as long as this, but you know, my, my other long run days that after a long run, I'm not going to be productive and taking care of myself means saying, yep, this is a non-productive day, you know, work-wise, I'm going to get home, I'm going to relax, I'm going to do the things that I absolutely have to do, but nothing more. I love that, though. Like, to me, that's super powerful, because uh, we had this discussion the other day on the show, but uh, we, you and I talk about this all the time, the lazy entrepreneur. Right. Mm-hmm. The lazy entrepreneur. So not not that you're lazy in that you're not willing to do work. It's that you're taking time that you dedicate to production. And then you're also taking into account time that you're dedicating to you. Right. This mm-hmm. is your self-care stuff. Right. This is this right. is what you want. You're able to go on a 16 mile run on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Right. Because of the work that you put in as an entrepreneur, because of the systems and processes you put in place to, to operate your business, you're giving yourself that time to do that, right? Like that's, that's a powerful way to look at like an entrepreneur. Like you don't have to do everything. You don't have to be the busiest and the one who wears all the hats and do all the work. And, and, you know, there's, there's pride in you know, the work that you've put in. Yeah, that's great. But you got into business for time. Yep. So, you know, developing those systems and processes so that your business operates without you. That's the key there. I want to make sure I do some some other rituals uh, of self-care. Journaling. Hell yes. Journaling. Tell me what journaling has done for you in your life. Uh, introspection is the, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't 
think that I could function without being introspective. Like I, I've been journaling since I was 14 years old, mind you from like 14 until 30, (laughs) maybe not quite that bad, but, um, especially in my younger years from like 14 to let's just say 2021, uh, my journals were all about, you know, why doesn't she love me? And, I'm just trying to find the one and this, that, and the other. And all. So, the like, bleeding heart of, pages? You know, yeah. Oh, my God. So many bleeding heart pages. <laughs> and not that it got, you know, a ton better in my early 20s because uh, <laughs> I was still chasing that one girl. Um, but, you know, over the years, I can always look back and see the different ways that I've grown. Even looking at those journals, even that far back, uh, it's like I can still see growth from the things that I learned over even that time, you know, ways that I've let go of different beliefs that ways that I have uh, uh, grown in, I guess the ways that I love or accept love or whatever. Like there's a lot of growth that can be seen through the journals. And even if I don't look back at it, journaling is just, Let me get all of these thoughts that are bouncing around like mad, like crazy atoms in my head. Let me just put them down on paper where where I can read it in a straight line and it makes sense. You, however, have been journaling in a much different way. You've been doing two a day journals. I haven't been doing two a day. I haven't been doing two a day lately. Uh, I've only been doing the one. Um, But. It's and it's funny, dude, because just like you were, you know, you had bleeding heart pages. Um, I, at the very least, I document my day. This right. is what I did. This is what I accomplished. Okay. This is what I want to accomplish. Right. At the very least, if I have so you're nothing, doing, you're doing it at night. I'm doing it at night. Yeah. Okay. I gotta make sure at the very least, I'm I'm journaling one page in my journal every night. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's more. I mean, I got pads of paper and another journal and I got journals all over the place now that I I just write in. Right. But at the very least on a consistent level, it's that one page a day. Uh, and, and really, really what it does is it gives me closure to my day. It gives me the ability to reflect and say, dude, I sucked at this or I was exhausted, but this is what I still accomplished today. Mm -hmm. And this is what I need to accomplish the next day. Right. right. So at the very least, I'm doing that. And then when I do uh, write in my journal in the morning, it's this is what I'm going to take on today. This is what I'm grateful for. Like, this is why I'm happy. This is why I'm here. And it gives me that energy of like, you know, when, when I walk around campus at school or, or anywhere and people are like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, dude, another beautiful day in paradise. Like, that's my response almost every single time, because what am I complaining about? Right. You know what I mean? Like when I write down in my journal, if, in, if there's anything that's that I'm troubling with, I've already let it out on those pages. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to carry it with me. It's kind of like the same reason why I wake up in the morning and take a shit because I don't want to carry the shit from the previous <laughs> day with me into the next day. Right. Like that's that's part of what journaling allows me to do. It's figuratively dumping my shit on paper uh-huh. so that I don't have to take it with me. And then I line myself up with what I'm going to conquer that day or what I've, what I've accomplished. I got, I got a question for you on that. Um, Where or how, how do you, what's the correlation to you between having clear goals and self-care? Ooh, that's a tough, cause I do have, I do have 
like my goals for 2021, I see them all the time. And then, I mean, it's, it's hard to see on my, uh, on, on my phone, especially with all the notifications, but, um, but essentially like they show up on my screen every single time. So I see them, I see them all the time, every single day that I have my phone, because it's the thing that I, I want to make sure that I like, it's always a reminder. This is what I'm, this is what I should be doing. This is what I could be working on. This is what I could be doing to improve my life. So it's funny because I feel like my goals haven't really shifted that much. I've identified them, but I could, I could improve on that. And I'm, I'm not very good at having long-term goals, but I'm really good at conquering my daily goals. Mm. You know what I mean? And my daily goals have been pushing me towards that same thing. Like I know, you know, we, we talked about this the other day. We we're like, Hey, you know, business is doing good. You know, I'm, I'm going to start paying this or doing this. I'm like, dude, I just want the car lease on, on the next one. Right. 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 And, and because on my board it's by the Tesla, right? Like yep. that's what's, that's what's on my board for this 2021 year. Right. That's one of them. Right. Podcasting revenue at six grand a month. Like th- that's, that's the goal for the 2021 year. Right. And so I'm progressing on those things because I know that my daily tasks are getting me closer to there. And it's funny because my actual podcast revenue goal isn't even close to the 6,000, but the real estate has taken off this year. Right? <laughs> so, so it's, it's funny how, you know, some things, you know, life never really plays out the way you want it to. Right. And that, that's, mm-hmm. that's something that I've come to grips with um, that you really don't have control over how your life actually plays out. You have a good idea of how to guide it in a direction that you want to go in. But at the end of the day, dude, like anything can happen. You could be walking down the street, get hit by a car and now you can't walk anymore or worse. You're not even around anymore. Right. I mean, those are like some worst case scenarios, but stuff like that happens to people all the time. Um, You know, I was listening to uh, David Goggins the other day and he was talking about how, how, you know, you should callous your mind and do something different all the time. He's like, if you run every single day, go flip tires. Right. And, mm-hmm. and the reason why you do that is because your mind is getting stronger. You're, you're telling your mind that you're in control, not that your mind is in control. You're not, your mind is not telling you that it's tired. So you don't do it. You go do something different. And he said, the reason why he calluses his mind is so that he can take on things that he doesn't know are coming. So he's prepared. So when he gets that phone call that his mom died, that he doesn't just break into shambles and, and, and get destroyed right? He's able to push forward on these things, even though it'd be gruesome, horrible, you know, he'd be sad, of course, and you know, all those different things. He's helped callous his mind to get to do too better. And he does it through physical, um, you know, through his conditioning. He does it through his discipline. He does it through, you know, whatever he needs to do that he's in control of his mind. And uh, I forgot what your original question was, but that's, that's kind of how I see my journaling. That's kind of how I see my running. I hate running. I, you know, I'm consistent. That's my only superpower, right? I'm consistent. I do it every day well, five days a week anyways, but I don't like it. But I know that when I do it, I feel better at the end of the day. When I journal, I feel better at the end of the day. You know, I take two showers a day, one at night to wash off that day before and one in the morning to get myself going. Of course I'm sweaty. So I definitely need to take a shower in the morning, but you know that it's so, so, you know, there's, there's the rituals that I have, my routines, my rituals help push me and propel me in the direction that I want to go. Yep. I mean, that, that's basically what it was. Um, you know, what, what, the question was <clears throat> how long your, your goals relate to, um, 
to self-care. Having clear goals relates to self-care and you, you have them at least, you know, your daily goals. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely like something that I'm, um, struggling with a little bit, I guess, uh, is, is redefining my clear goals. You know how I've had that vivid vision for a long time. Yeah. It's kind of changed a little bit, huh? It's changed a little bit and I, I, it's not, it's not clear anymore. And so that's actually one of the things that I'm going to talk with my, my mastermind group, uh, next week when we meet to kind of rekindle the, that, that fire re re ignite that, uh, that vivid vision passion. Well, I've, I've, I've been thinking about something cause you know, in thinking about, do I launch, do I go full force into a marketing agency? Do I, do I really want to build a company from scratch again and, and, and start over and build all those processes? Well, that's been, that's been going in my head. So one thing I want to drop in your head is what if we build something that cash flows, but not necessarily works hard, right? So if always we take what we want, so, always what we want. But my thought was, um, we've interviewed over 700 people on the show, all of them business owners, mm-hmm. right? And when we talked to most recently, I forgot her name already. Um, Shh. Most recently, who was who was on the show? Just I don't even have my calendar up. What's up with that? But um, she was uh, no, no, not Suzanne. Right before Suzanne, Midori, Midori, yes, Midori. We were talking to right Midori, and she talked about uh, how her coaching business is more like a like a management system, right? And how she's like, look, I sit down and I talk to people and I figure out where their problems are, and I was like, so do I. That's awesome. <laughs> and then she's like. And I place them with professionals who can help them. So I was thinking, you know, if you talk to your mastermind and see how you feel about this, if we created our preferred vendor list, just like we have um, our own preferred vendor list for stuff that we do, but they're business bros people. And we set something up where now we can talk to business owners on a regular basis. I can set up my calendar pretty easily if I just reach out to our existing guests and be like, look, what are you struggling with with your business? What do you need help with? And then place them with those services that are they're people who are already doing the work. So they've probably already been on the show. They well, a they've been on the show, but maybe they're a professional. Like for example, um, you no, know, I'm saying the people that you would place them with is probably somebody pe- that's probably been on people the show. who have been on the show. Yeah, professionals of, of those spaces. So, yep. so I was thinking of that more along the lines of uh, than than the marketing agency. It's still kind of the same thing. I'm generating leads but I'm doing less of the work and more of the relationship building. Hell yeah. So I, I don't know. I was going to drop it in your mind. This is usually I mean, a conversation sure. that we have after the show, but <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, Hey, why not? We're here. People are listening. And this is the kind of brainstorming that we do. And this for me, it. I'm like, hell yeah, that sounds awesome. But what's my role? We can talk well, about that later though. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about more, more about that later, but still, um, so I was thinking, how do, how do we, how do we structure that? And that's that, I think that is your role is oh this is how we structure it but right, anyways let's figure it out we'll figure it out so fun all stuff. Right. we're always trying something new always right even if it works we are like yay and then we keep going or we say no and we restructure it or do something else one of those Make two things all right ladies and gents that's all we got for you guys today make sure you guys stick to your rituals what are the things that are going on in your life that you do not like right now do you not like the way you look in the mirror do you not like the way your bank account looks are you struggling to build a better relationship with people i don't know whatever it is 
you need to take a hard look in the mirror because your habits and your routines, the rituals that you have in your life have put you in the position where you are today. And if it's not that, if you're one of those unfortunate people who would just have a really bad circumstance, your habits and your rituals can help you get out of that also as quickly as possible. So figure out what that stuff is and then let's create new habits and move forward together. If you guys have any questions, make sure you hit us up at Business Bros Pod or James at Practicing Poly A. We'd love to talk to you more about that. Peace out, y'all. We'll see you again manana. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.